Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad, because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros and I am your host today. Thanks so much for finding some time in your busy day to spend with me. As I always say, commodity time is that one commodity that you just can't get back. Today we're going to be talking about the, about the fire and water restoration industry. Did you know that every day 14,000 people in the U.S. experience water damage? Every 24 seconds, the fire department responds to a fire. Water damage is the second most frequently filed insurance claim in the U.S. I read an article that said the restoration industry is something most people don't devote that most people devote little thought to until they need a mold, water, or fire damage professional. The restoration industry is growing rapidly and plays a huge role in the care and safety of individuals across the world. So today we're going to be talking with Mike Prince, and Mike is, he has been in franchising since 2003. Today, he is Vice President of Franchise Development for United Water Restoration Group, which is a full-service restoration company that specializes in delivering a best-in-class customer service experience. Please help me in welcoming Mike to the show. Mike, welcome to the show today. Thanks for having me, Linda. Absolutely. You know, Mike, as I said at the top of the show, um, things have changed and there is more need for uh, fire and water restoration than ever before. We see it on the news and uh, mm-hmm. I, I live in Houston, Mike, so we just had a tropical storm. I think it became a Category 1 hurricane come through here last night and dumped between 6 and 10 inches of rain in certain areas of Houston. So that is always a concern in, in you know, living in Houston. Before we get started in that, Mike, tell me a little bit about your background and what drew you to United Water Restoration Group. Well, um, starting with my background, as you mentioned in the opening, I've been in franchising since uh, 2003. I've worked with uh, a lot of large franchises as well as emerging brands. Um, I've always enjoyed working with the emerging brands because it's kind of like you're able to help them reach that level of where they're trying to get to. And so working with them just, for, for me, is very rewarding. And it kind of goes back to helping people get into the right franchise for themselves. Um, so, you know, helping somebody realize their dream of entrepreneurship or owning their own business um, is very rewarding. 
you know, a lot of people don't get to that point in their lives. Hence, you know, the workforce is, is millions and millions of people in the United States, hundreds of millions of people. And yet, you know, we're helping somebody get that right business for them, owning their own business. And franchising has always been the best way. So we, I've always loved being in the franchise community. It, it really is, and I'm sure, Linda, you've been around for, in the community for a little while. You know, you have these folks that you see at the different trade shows. It's like I have friends that I see every, you know, four to six months because we go to the shows and we all, oh, hey, how you been? Um, right. But working with United Water Restoration Group, what really drew me to them was, one, the ownership that we have. Um, they're very... Uh, driven to build and grow a successful franchise. Um, they're willing to put in the, the time, the effort that goes along with that. Uh, and, and, of course, again, it's going back to the emerging brand. Um, so I came from previously to here is working internationally, helping um, other larger franchise concepts develop um, master license partnerships with folks, say, in France, in Germany, in, um, in Australia, et cetera, all over the world, helping them find those folks, and then helping that master license partner build and grow in their country. So mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, watching franchises go from, you know, one guy that purchased the, the master license rights in, say, France, to having 50 units in France, you know, five, ten years later. And, you know, now he's a franchisor, he or she is a franchisor mm-hmm. of that country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very rewarding. Sorry. And, and, you know, Mike, for those that are listening um, that are not familiar with some of the terminology that we know here in the franchise community, what is an emerging brand for those that are just listening and, and uh, becoming more familiar with franchising? Okay. An, an emerging brand is basically – a franchise concept that's already gotten up and running, already has a couple of franchisees, and they've reached that point of, I'll use the term, they're ready to pop. They're ready to really grow. You know, they've got a a good group of successful franchisees behind them now, and, you know, they're ready to kind of move away from their corporate units and just go, right? Mm -hmm. They're they're emerging. Mm -hmm. They're starting to spread out. Um, I'll say across across the United States at this point, um, although we do have uh, opportunities up in Canada currently as well. Mm-hmm. And when uh, when we're talking about an emerging uh, brand, uh, how many units does United Water Restoration Group have currently? We currently have over 30 units. Um, okay. 20 of them are franchisees, and, and um, the rest are corporate units in the state of Florida that we have all throughout, and as well as there's a couple franchisees in the state of Florida as well. Okay. Okay. Very good. So what, before we get started talking about that franchise opportunity, talk to me a little bit about the services that United Water Restoration Group actually offers, because it's not just about yeah. water damage, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, you know, the, the restoration industry is over a $200 plus billion a year industry. Uh, we cover everything from water damage or, or uh, water restoration. Uh, we do the fire and smoke restoration, mold remediation. We also can help our franchisees tap into the rebuild reconstruction side of the business. Um, now, 
a lot of times for, for the listening audience, when somebody comes in to do restoration, they have to cut out some of the drywall to get underneath and really dry it out, et cetera. So they, you know, you have to have either that company comes back and puts it all back together, or you got to have somebody that comes in and does it. So we can help them tap into that if that's something they'd like to get involved in. We also do cleaning and sanitation services. So, um, I, you know, I, as we're all in this pandemic here, I, I'm, in the beginning you saw a lot of these countries, uh, folks walking around with spraying with the white little suits on and the mask. That's mm -hmm. disinfecting services. So mm -hmm. as people start going back to their offices, now I know that's been pushed back a little bit, a lot of the large Fortune 500 companies, they're going to need somebody to come in and disinfect their, those offices as the folks come back. They may even have it done on a monthly basis just to kind of disinfect the entire office. Now, as an emerging brand, we also do allow um, for franchisees to, to expand beyond that because when you're talking water restoration, for example, right, sometimes it flows into, let's say, the, a carpeted area. So we mm -hmm. have some franchisees that have added carpet cleaning services. We have franchisees that have added duct cleaning services because when the HVAC, the, the uh, AC leaks and it starts flowing throughout, you know, they got to mm -hmm. clean out the, the, the ducts. You know, that, that could be a reason why it leaked. Uh, so that's something we allow um, as an emerging brand right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that is one of the advantages, and again, we'll talk about that in just a bit, but that is one of the advantages of emerging brands. It's a little more flexible than, say, a brand that has 600 units across the U.S., and they've been in business yeah. and um, you know for 30, 40 years. So that is the big difference there. So um, when we're talking about the um, going in and um, helping someone that has maybe had a flood, uh, whether it's due from a hot water heater or maybe it's due from what I experienced at 1 o'clock this morning, getting a lot more rain than what we are used to and being in low-lying areas. So how, what does that team look like? Do, is it, it owner-operated? And then what do they do when they come out? They bring the equipment. Tell me a little bit about what that experience is like, Mike. Yeah, so we will come out and do a, a free estimation for you. All right, uh, let you know, hey, look, here's what we need to do. Here's the estimate that it's going to run. Uh, we will work with their insurance company, uh, and obviously we'll work with them if they don't have insurance, but, you know, they, they, at that point they do have to pay up front some of it, and that's really good for our franchisees because they're never really – uh, for lack of a better term, chasing money, right? They pay mm -hmm. as they go if they have to pay cash. And then once you work with them and you're working with their insurance company, you're going to get paid by the insurance company, right? Mm -hmm. So it's almost like a, you're not chasing the money. The insurance company may have a, a, you know, net 30, but that's typically it. A lot of times they pay them in a week, within two weeks. Uh, very rarely they even go out that far to net 30, so. But, again, mm -hmm. some companies have that, you know, they have all the red tape to get a check cut, you know, the large insurance companies, things like that. Mm -hmm. So now yeah. let's, let's do that shift. Let's talk about that franchise opportunity. Mike, I have to be honest with you. If I were looking at, um, you know, your franchise, I would say, Mike, I don't have any experience in this field. 
is are you looking for someone who has experience in um, water restoration? No, not necessarily. What we are looking for is somebody that wants to run and manage a business, handle key accounts, schedule work, schedule out the technicians, things like that. Again, somebody that wants to run a business. Now, not to say that you're never going to go into a job with a technician and pull off the baseboards and start extracting water, let's say. Not to say you'll never do that. Heck, our owners, we started in 2008. They still go out and and they'll help out on, on different jobs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I could share a quick story with you here. Um, you're in Houston, right? So in Texas, when you guys had that bad weather spray, in, uh, it was in January, February. Yeah. Our owners, not, not technicians, our owners packed up uh, a uh, truck of equipment and went out to go work with our franchisees for a couple of weeks out in the, uh, throughout Texas. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, whether wow. it was Houston, San Antonio, Austin, uh, all mm-hmm. those areas, they went out and, um, you know, they literally packed up a truck of equipment and just spent time out there working with the franchisees. So, again, mm-hmm. these are folks that have been in the business for 13 years. Uh, and yet they, they still don't have a problem. You know, when it's needed, they go out and do it. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know and, and folks, uh, if you're listening to this recording, today is September the 14th of 2021. And the situation that Mike is describing is in February, there was a huge freeze in Texas. And trust me, we are not used to that kind of cold weather. There, our buildings are not insulated that way. It is, it is very different here. And so um, the insulation wasn't there. And we had three or four days where the temperature did not get above freezing. So what happened is a lot of pipes burst. There was a lot of damage done in houses and in commercial buildings as well. And in fact, there were houses that had to be pretty much gutted and start all over again. So um, that's that's the situation that Mike is describing. And you know, Mike, we're just seeing some really um, different climate patterns, if you will. Um, when yeah. I was growing up, yeah, as I was much. a young girl, I don't remember Houston flooding the way that it does now. And then I look out on yeah. the West Coast, and you see those fires. Uh, do you see yeah. that that is a pattern that is impacting this particular industry? Definitely, definitely. And just to touch on what you just said, even, I grew up in South Florida. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, seeing all these hurricanes that come through, I remember a hurricane Hugo, I think it was 1988, going into the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. A lot of water and stuff up there. But, like, in Florida, where you would think, like, we just get pounded with rain and hurricanes and things like that. It's just the, the difference from then to today, uh, I, I mean, it's just unbelievable how it's changed. You know, yeah. I mean, you have this, you have hurricanes hitting New York City. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't yeah. ever remember yeah. that, but prior to Hurricane Sandy or, or Superstorm right. Sandy, Sandy, they called it. Right. And, you know, just recently there was a, um, I don't know whether it was a hurricane by the time it got up there, but it totally took that part of the country um, by surprise because they had never seen flooding that to that extent. 
And um, there were quite a few people that lost their lives uh, during that particular storm because they just weren't prepared for it. Well, Mike, I don't know that we're prepared for it anymore down here because we're seeing it more. Um, With that being said, that still supports the fact that it's, it's a growing, it's a thriving industry. So once a person has decided, yes, I want to be part of the United Water Restoration uh, Group, what kind of training do, you, do they go through? What, what does that look like to make sure that when they do get out into their community that they're able to represent the brand well? Yeah, and, and I say this in a good way. The training never ends, okay? But in reference to what you're saying is we offer an excellent four-week training program. It is two weeks here in uh, Ormond Beach, Florida, where our headquarters is. Um, so they come down for two weeks. They go through. It's a good combination. So no matter what type of learner you are, you're either going to get hands-on training, you're going to get book training, and you're going to get, tell me what it is and let me do it training. Mm-hmm. Okay, so no matter what type of learner you are, they go through all those aspects of the training. As well as even though you're not meant to be the main technician, you're still going to learn how to do, uh, you know, water restoration on a room. We have an area where we put a couple inches of water in, have a wall there, and, you know, let it flood for a day or two. We put different types of flooring down in there. Uh, so they get to see, you know, what happens when there's water damage with tile, carpet, you know, wood floors, et cetera. Um, so there's that two-week training program here. Then after that, we will send representatives up to them for two more additional weeks. They get a week with a marketing representative. That person comes in, tries to help them drum up some business, kind of help train their marketing team up there that they want to, anybody they want to bring on that's going to be involved in marketing. Uh, they're going to take that person out and actually go out and do marketing with them, okay? Then a, after that, a week with an operations representative. Now, the operations representative then comes in and kind of helps them get those jobs going or wrap up, depending on where they're at in that process at that point. After uh, that, they work with them on working with the insurance companies, helping them get paid and things like that. Then, of course, they have ongoing support for the life of their franchise. So whether it is marketing support, technical support, um, you know, our system is set up where, you know, our program is cloud-based. So, for example, if a franchisee's technician is out in a job and they call up and say, hey, Linda, I'm at this job. I've never seen anything like this. As long as they, from their phone, right from their app, they can load pictures, put their notes right into the system. They call you up, say, I've never seen this. Okay, what's the account? You go in, you look at it. For example, you don't, you've never seen it. You're like, oh, my God, I've only been at this for a year. I don't know what that is. But hang on, Bob, call us down here. Bob can log right in and see what he's talking about. Okay, I've seen this before. Here's what you guys need to do. So you have that mm-hmm. ongoing support for the life of your franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And when I say the training never ends, is because, you know, I, obviously with technologies and things like that, it's a never-ending cycle of the latest, greatest coming out. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of going with a franchise is we, as the franchisors, take on that role of 
of evaluating the latest greatest, whether it's a dehumidifier or the air scrubber or the fans, anything like that that goes with our business, um, you know, we will test out those tools. And also that leads back to what's one of the things that's really good about us is we are still in the business. A lot of franchise companies, when new equipment comes out, they will send it off to franchisees to test, which is great, right? But how do they know if the franchisee actually tested it? Mm-hmm. How do they, you know, does the franchisee come back and just, you know, they never really put it or they might have put it in at one job. And say, oh, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was great. It was great, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Then with us, as having corporate units, we are going to test it. We are not going to send it out to a franchisee without actually testing the equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, but then again, there's times going back to the, to the ongoing educational part of it is, you know, we will then train whatever the new piece of equipment or how it works, any new technologies that come out for the business. We will train the, the franchisees again on those new technologies. Right. So when I, right. when I say the learning never ends, it's because the world's ever evolving. Absolutely, and you always have to stay um, stay in step with what is the latest and greatest, right? So, um, yeah. Mike, when when someone's looking at launching a United Water Restoration uh, franchise, how many employees do you usually suggest that they have when they get ready to open their doors? Starting out, it, it would be between three and four. Uh, the owner-operator being one, you'd have a technician, and then you'd have an admin that's, that typically stays in the office, answers the phones, uh, works with the insurance companies, trying to make sure that you're getting paid on the jobs that you've completed. Right? Now, when I say the, the fourth is if the owner is not comfortable going out and doing the networking, things like that, that need to be done right. on a local level, you need to hire a marketer to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where that's for. So it could be the owner, could be a marketer. So that's the three, four. Now, so from our standpoint. This, let, let me ask you real quick. Is this a brick and mortar? Yes and no. Uh, yes, uh, because we do recommend they get a warehouse space. It doesn't need to be like, um, you know, the upfront, high-end, A-level uh, retail storefront space. It could be the industrial park warehouse type area approximately 1,200 square feet, and we do recommend they get a garage door. Um, you know, we were just yeah. talking about all the different weathers um, Mother Nature does on us that they can pull the van in, load, unload equipment. Last thing you want to do is try to carry something out and you have to set it down, and it's snowing, it's raining. Well, your equipment's now sitting out in the rain. Right. So pull, get a garage door so you can back the van in load, unload equipment, get things cleaned up, and then put it back in and take back off to the next job. Right, right. So when yeah, we're talking about... We, sorry, yeah, real quick, Linda. Um, mm-hmm. we, we do, from our franchise standpoint, we do allow our franchisees to start out from a home-based model as long as okay. they have a garage at the house to store mm-hmm. their equipment. Well, that's a great way to launch it for that person that wants to start small and um, exactly. and wants to um, minimize the overhead. So that's a great option right there. So when yeah, someone is looking money. at territories, what does that size look like, Mike? What are those? What size territories do you award? Our territories are two hundred and fifty thousand population base. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and now if you break that down to say four people per household, that's over 60,000 households. Plus you get whatever businesses, shopping centers, office buildings are within that territory as well. Now, if you go to say a two pack, three pack, it's just an additional 250. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. Now, is this strictly residential or is it commercial um, as well? Nope. It's both. Both. Okay. It's both. So um, our franchisees, now you, you're kind of, I'd say more of your everyday jobs are going to be uh, com, um, uh, residential. Mm-hmm. But again, we do, we will do a commercial building, things like that. Um, now, obviously it's still residential, but you get a condo building, say seven stories, mm-hmm. right? And the top floor flooded and hit all six underneath it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're getting multiple jobs out of that. Sure, absolutely. So when um, when someone opens a territory, and how do do you help them in getting the message into the community? How do you help them with that initial launch? And also, do you have contracts with nationwide organizations that these franchisees could benefit from? Yeah, so um, as in regards to contracts, we are a preferred vendor of, um, of a fairly large insurance company. Uh, we just, they're waiting on us to get more units out there so we can cover more territory. Mm-hmm. Um, we also work with some uh, nationwide um, property management companies okay. that we work with. We are also part of the TPA programs, which is where you get jobs through all the insurance companies, like, for example, you know, if the preferred vendor, just like us, doesn't have a franchisee in that area or that company doesn't have a, a unit in that area, then they go out to the TPA programs and find somebody that can uh, service that, that job. I see. Now, okay. for our franchisees to get started, the other half of that question was, is to um, – we build out their website. We handle their SEO on their website. And uh, we'll do social media management and reputation management for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's all included into the franchise. They, you know, those are things that we handle for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you think about it, Linda, when some, let's say you wake up and, you know, you, your pipe door burst overnight in the kitchen, you walk out and there's an inch of water in your kitchen. Guess what? They're not calling their insurance company. They're not calling a restoration company. They're calling a plumber. Right. right. Plumber's going to come out stop the water from leaking in all right pipes fixed you can use your water in your sink again well what about this water here in the kitchen well you got to call a restoration company for that to come right. in and extract it out mm-hmm. right and that's having that relationship with a say a plumber an hvac person a roofer so because again another example is a roof leaking you don't know your roof's leaking until you see that brown spot on the interior of the house Mm-hmm. Or you happen to be up in the attic at that time, but that really never happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, so it's just, you know, roofer comes in, is going to patch the hole, right? They they might fix the, the interior ceiling for them, uh, but you know what? They, the insulation, all the boards need to be treated uh, from the, from the uh, roof. All that stuff needs to be treated now for mold. Right. And, That's and exactly water. right. Yeah. Yeah, any yeah. water extracted out because – Water, water is, is, as you mentioned earlier, it's the second most frequently filed insurance claim in the U.S., mm-hmm. um, but water leads to mold, right? right. 
and uh, exactly. it needs the water to grow, the moisture, because a lot of times they really come from the same places because it's already there. But one statistic uh, on mold is that we have found is 30% of brand new homes have mold of some form in it. If you think about wow. it, until the roof and the windows and stuff go on, mm-hmm. right, that, mm-hmm. that home is exposed to whatever Mother Nature drops in it, right? Yeah. And it's not like the builders are going out and saying, hang on, guys, before we put on these final pieces of roof, let's treat the walls. <laughs> no, they just keep going. That's and right. That's right. They've know, got a and, deadline. And mold, exactly. <laughs> and, and 100% of all types of molds have potential to cause some kind of health effect, and that's a stat yeah. from the EPA. And, yeah. and, you know, the Mayo Clinic says 93% of chronic sinus infections so everybody, you know, all these flu, everybody thinks that they constantly get sinus infections. 93% of them come from mold, and that's who the wow. mold is. <laughs> wow, wow, you know? that's, so that's wild. So treating these areas for mold, and, you know, you know, after learning about this industry, uh, next time I build a brand-new home, believe it or not, I'm having somebody come out and treat it for mold right out of the gate. <laughs> sure. It makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. I tell you what, Mike, yeah. I need to take a quick commercial break, but – I know that my listeners love stories. Do you happen to have some stories you could share when we come back from break? Yeah, yeah, sure. Awesome. So, folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with more from Mike Prince with United Water Restoration Group. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Maestetos here. And we are talking about the fire and water restoration today with industry today with Mike Prince, who is the vice president of franchise development with United Water Restoration Group. So when we broke for commercial break, Mike, I asked if you happen to have some stories you could share with us. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of them is we had a franchisee just get out of training. And um, when you guys had the, the storms here in Dallas, or I'm sorry, in, in the state of Texas, um, these guys were out in California. They had gotten their equipment. They were waiting for the setup team to come out and set them up, but they felt comfortable. And they 
actually just packed up their van with equipment and drove over to Dallas where we have no franchisees and started doing jobs. Wow. Um, you know, and, and again, as an emerging brand, having all this additional territory still available, um, you know, these folks are able to, you know, service these, these people and help them get back on their feet because after everything that happened and then we're having a similar issue now in, um, up in the New York area after they just had, was it last week or the week before where they, right. they had the big flooding? Um, you know, I mean, a day and a half after the storm had passed, our franchisee in Connecticut posted uh, he's, he's got to push everybody out two weeks from, from now on. He just doesn't have the availability. And then, you know, we have franchisees all around that area that are, you know, they just can't service everyone. So the opportunity that's out there for them. Um, you know, and like you guys just have, we're, we'll probably have all those franchisees, you know, from Austin, San Antonio, um, you know, Houston, the Woodlands, they're all going to come down and to the coastline and, and do jobs. I mean, some of them are still benefiting from jobs from the storm in February. Right. Now, Mike, nobody's you know, been able to get I, out to them. When, I'm, when you're talking about awarding a territory that's uh, approximately 250000 um, it sounds to me that that territory could, would, is large enough that it would allow you to grow as well as, as the demand grows. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we, we have franchisees. Um, we're working with three different franchisees right now on adding additional territories. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, we have somebody that's, you know, in uh, they were overdoing, not related to us, doing jobs over in Louisiana, got back and goes, I'm kicking myself for not signing up with you guys in May because I, I could have been over there doing you know, all these jobs and I just, you know. So he's yeah. like, can I come next week and do my discovery day? Wow. He's already taken, he already began the process, but then he put it on hold because he was busy with his current job and or with his current business, which is unrelated to this, it's kind of related, but unrelated. Um, it's not doing exactly restoration, but he's just like, he wants to get started right away because he's seen all the opportunity that's going sure. on out there now. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, Mike, we're getting close to the um, end of the show here. And uh, before we go any further, if someone's listening and they don't want to be this guy that said, man, I should have signed up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if they want more information, maybe they just want more information about the services that you guys offer, or maybe they really want more information about that franchise opportunity. Where would they find that information? So a couple of places. One would be our, our franchise website, which is uwrgfranchise.com. So United Water Restoration Group, just the initials, uwrgfranchise.com. Um, they can go to our Facebook page um, or LinkedIn page and request through there. Um, or they can call our offices direct. Um, you know, uh, my direct line here in the office is 386-523-9642. Or feel free to shoot me an email, uh, which is mprince, P-R-I-N-C-E, at uwrgfranchise.com. 
Wonderful. And if they're looking for information about the services, maybe they did wake up to those two inches of water in their house. <laughs> Where would they find that information? Uh, UnitedWaterRestoration.com. Wonderful. So if they, Very if they good. need service, that's where they go. Yeah. Yeah. Very okay. good. So we're down to those final three questions. And the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Uh, one is be prepared to go through a process. Yeah. Um, because I, I always say with franchising, it's about following a process or a program or a system. You've got to follow that program right, or that system. Well, there's also the process of getting into the business. So be prepared to follow the process. Um, and then the other thing is be open-minded. Um, mm-hmm. You know, keep your mind open. At least with us, you know, get the information before deciding whether or not we are right for you. Right. Uh, because there may be little bits of information that you didn't pick up in the first call or the second call that you might pick up on the discovery day or on the overview or reading the, the franchise disclosure document, uh, otherwise known as you may hear it referred to as the FDD. Um, so be prepared to, to listen and learn about the business and then also be prepared to follow the process of getting into the business. Yeah, I I love that, Mike, that you said, be prepared for the process because there is a process. It is not like going out and buying a new pair of jeans. It doesn't work quite like that. There is is certainly a process. Yeah, yeah, they they really, it's investing into a franchise for yourself or a business for yourself, whether it's a franchise or not, should not be a decision made on one call. It should not be a decision made on, you know, one, two, you know, learn about it because you're never going to take everything in that you should know. You may feel you have everything, but you're not going to get everything you should know that fast. Mm -hmm. Take it in a little bit at a time. Uh, My mentor always taught me, you know, this is a life-changing decision. A lot of these folks that go into a, a business and I'm keeping it broad purposely because it's a journey that they're taking their, let's call it their life savings Mm -hmm. and hoping to invest that and turn it into hopefully millions of dollars down the road by owning your own business and having your own, making their own hours, making their own team, building their own team to do it, et cetera. But Mm -hmm. having the back end support of a franchise is definitely a, a, uh, a very important piece of that puzzle because if somebody goes to buy a business for themselves and they make an investment in some equipment and it's really the wrong equipment, it's kind of not the right, most people couldn't survive that mistake. Right. Right. Where franchises already tested the equipment. They've already, they have the right equipment. They have the right process, you know, and so it's up to you to follow that program or that system and to become successful. And, you know, Mike, it's not just the equipment uh, that's linked to that industry. It is the CRM, um, you know, mm-hmm. the, the phone systems. Yeah. Every single one of those decisions is an investment. And yep. if you are just testing CRM platforms and hoping this is going to be the right one, 
then you're going to end up investing a lot of money and really um, it's a learning curve. So why pay for that learning curve when the franchisor has already done that? So, folks, that's one of the reasons that you really want to look at that. Well, and then, and then the other thing too, Linda, is a lot of times people will be like, well, I got to give up 6% of my, my business to them. It really, if you're with the right franchise, that will mm-hmm. pay for itself. Absolutely. I remember a franchise that we were working with, or that I was working with, that a franchisee had written in and basically said, you know, the amount of money that I save on, on product, let's call it, to get the, to get the job done, more than pays for itself on that six percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So he's like basically I get everything else for free. I get I get all the ongoing support. I get, you know, coached on all the latest, greatest, all those different things that go yeah. with great things that go with being a franchise. You get it all for free at the end of the day. Because everything yeah. that little piece there covered that six percent that you would not be getting on your own. Mike, I know a lot of people that pay more than 6% just for a business oh, coach. Yeah. And that's what, <laughs> you know, that's what a franchise is. The leadership at the top is like a business coach. So, folks, let me go to yep. the next question here. And that is, and we've talked a little bit about this during the show, Mike, is what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? I say the ability to follow the program. Mm-hmm. And then the ability to kind of uh, sit back and utilize your strengths and hire your weaknesses, mm. right? It, it, it kind of goes back to the story of if, you're, if, my, if a franchisee is not comfortable doing the, the simple marketing pieces, because not everybody's mm-hmm. made to go out and, and network right. and do those things, right? Then you need to hire that. That's a, that's a weakness. Let's utilize your strength of kind of maybe the – the uh, operational side of the business, right? Just kind of saying, okay, I need this team here and I need this team here. And let's get somebody that can go out and be like, hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm Mike with the United Water Restoration Group. How are you today? You know, I'd like to introduce mm-hmm. you to our business and see maybe if there's a possibility that we can put something together for each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's really good point. And that, that philosophy of uh, knowing your strength and hiring your weakness well, that goes a long way as a business owner, yeah. that's for sure. So, Mike, my final question here is, you've been in franchising for a long time. What do you see the future of franchising look like? I think the future of franchising is bright as it's ever been. I, I, I really, truly believe that because the opportunities that are out there, and, and again, as we evolve and and new technologies and new types of businesses, and not to mention any specific one, uh, but you know, just I, I think there's so much opportunity out there that it's just get with the right one for you, and there's there's no end to what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. That's very very good advice there. So, Mike, as we wrap up the show here. If someone's listening one more time, how would they find out more information about the services that United Water Restoration Group offers, as well as that franchise opportunity? Where would they go? Well, um, both of our websites, so the, the UnitedWaterRestoration.com and then the UWRGFranchise.com, both talk about our services. 
Now, if you want in-depth service, I would rec definitely recommend go to the unitedwaterrestoration.com page. Uh, if you just kind of want to see a highlight of them, the franchise page has it, but then also, you know, has the Y restoration, things like that, that we can uh, go over. And then obviously we can help guide them in learning that information. I, I, I always say everybody's like, well, what, what kind of, what, what kind of uh, sale process do you use? And I always say I use a consultative approach. Mm -hmm. I am here to guide you through the process of learning about the business, getting you the information you want to know, getting you the information that I know you should know, but you may not think you should know at that time. You never thought of that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, mm -hmm. just connecting with somebody, and, and again, uh, to leave it broad, not only is a plug for us, because that's our approach, is we're here to help you and guide you through this process, getting the information. But any, any business you go into is get the information learn about it, listen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mike, it has been a pleasure having you on the show here. So enjoyed the conversation. I really look forward to staying in touch with you guys. So thanks again for being definitely. on the show. My, my pleasure, Linda, and thank you again for having me. Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things that Mike said just at the end of the show, it kind of dovetails into my quote for today. You know, I always leave you with a quote. Today's quote is by Jeffrey Gittimer, who is an author and professional speaker. The quote goes like this, isn't it really customer helping rather than customer service? And wouldn't you deliver better service if you thought of it that way? So it's customer helping folks, not customer service. Thanks again for being with me on All Things Franchising, and we'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.